Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Tap into this show on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All links will be in the episode description. Submit original work and future episode suggestions to girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with a five-star rating and review. Did you know we have merch? That's right. The Girl Goodnight Etsy shop is now open. Check out our Blank Blind Journal, four-week sleep journal, and everything else that we have to offer. Just click the link in the episode description and girl, come shop with us. Tonight, we will be reading The Unpinkable, written by Butterfly Brooks. Butterfly Brooks is an author, historian, and love warrior who writes stories with her husband, Thaddeus Kane. She wrote her first story and poem at the age of seven and got hooked. She continues to weave tales with love, light, passion, pain, triumph, and magic. Titles by Butterfly Brooks are available on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo. All links for her social media and website will be listed in the episode description. The Unpinkable is a short, sweet fiction also described as a suburban suspense quick read. Mimi and Sean Longstreet are building a life together, rising from the urban streets of the big city, amassing a technology fortune, and raising their two delightful daughters. Sean insists the family moves to the affluent suburb of Cedartown, much to Mimi's chagrin. Mimi decides to make the best of her new suburban life, taking up the tall task of gardening her small acreage. Her uppity neighbors are flabbergasted by the unorthodox, earthy lifestyle Mimi brings to their idyllic hamlet. Tending one's own yard is a no-no and definitely fails to satisfy their upper-middle-class standards. The community leadership, headed by Super Bully Supreme Deborah Shore Davis, launches a mission to force Mimi to conform to their ways, but they have no idea what's in store when they encounter the wrath of this around-the-way fillet. Don't let the pink chiffon fool you. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. The Unpinkable. Lawns. Green, lush, perfect, and creepily identical as far as the eye could see. The lawns reminded her most that she missed the hood, the concrete, the corner store, the sub shop, the pizza shop's early morning aromatics of fresh baked dough. There was nothing like a cheese slice at 8 a.m. But the lawns were the cosmetic surgery of these palatial estates. They all seemed fake, receiving their bi-weekly application of lawn Botox, a cocktail of chemicals to make them look perfect. 
So, when freshly cut, the manicured fields of green failed to smell like grass. Instead, a kind of super green unnatural stench permeated the air. All the neighbors hated her. She saw right through their fake smiles and fiend niceties. Oh, Mimi, how's your family? How's Sean? The kids? Oh, your lawn is gorgeous. But, you know, you can contract our lawn care team if you like. Here's their business card. They didn't give a damn about her family. All they cared about were those damn lawns. And would you believe the real reason why they hated her was because she took care of her own grass and planted her own garden? Can you believe that? The insanity blew her mind. Her husband, Sean, urged her to hire a green service, but she refused. Mimi, he would say as he watched her gather her gardening tools. You don't need to do that. We didn't move out here for you to garden. We can pay someone for that. Sean, she would reply. I know, but it's the only thing keeping me sane. You moved us to this god-awful Stepford village. I don't know what else to do that would even make sense. I thought when you moved to White Picket Fence, Cedartown, USA, you're supposed to garden and grow prized flowers and open antique shops and bake fresh fruit pies. Those are archaic ideals, Mimi. It's a new day. Well, go on with your new day. I'll keep maintaining my sanity. And on that note, she would switch her wide hips out onto the front lawn, her Daisy Dukes giving the whole neighborhood a powerful dose of around-the-way filet curvature. Which is truly the other reason they wanted her off her lawn. The husbands were drooling over the promises of her hips and thighs, having collard green and cornbread plantation fantasies about her and strategizing how to make her their bed wench. They propositioned her on several occasions, but she turned them down quickly without equivocation. Sean was the love of her life and his brilliance afforded them the lush life they enjoyed. Even though she was fighting for her mind, the prize-winning flowers and occasional visits to the old neighborhood made everything all right. And besides, she wasn't down with the swirl. Sean was a software engineer and he patented a code that made it easier and cleaner to download apps. Such a small thing paid off big, really huge. He hired an intellectual property firm to manage the licensing and the checks started pouring in. Hence the new house in the who has the greenest, fakest grass community. While she tended her lawn, unbeknownst to her, the wives held a meeting. What are we gonna do about her? Kim asked. She was the mousy one of the big four that were the president, vice president, secretary, and treasurer of the Women's League, which basically managed the operations of Cedartown. Kim was the secretary. We're going to tell her that she has to hire a lawn care service. We have tried to persuade her most gingerly, and she refused the soft touch. So now we have to use force. Deborah was the president, and she was mean, just like her husband, who was the CEO of the 15th largest transportation firm in the country, a fact she casually dropped in conversation at every opportunity. Mimi could not believe it when she learned about Deborah's background. She had said to Sean, All that pomp and circumstance. Bitch, your husband's a fucking truck driver. <laughs> Mimi couldn't stop laughing. So, Kim, Deborah continued, 
This is your area. You're the secretary. You will draft a letter. Send it certified mail. Certified mail? Becky questioned. She was the treasurer. You don't think that's a little too formal and over the top? Absolutely not, Melissa answered for Deborah. As VP, I second these emotions. She has to be stopped. Melissa was most intent on getting Mimi off her lawn since her husband was the biggest dog of them all. He was the first to proposition Mimi. Exactly. So, chop, chop. Deborah clapped her hand. Kim, draft the letter. Email it to me for proofing and then send it. They all nodded to her command. This meeting is adjourned. Several days later. Can you believe these rotten bitches? Mimi was disgusted. Her eyes glazed over as she read the letter. Babe, I told you to just hire somebody. I need to read our homeowner's package. They cannot tell me what to do with our fucking grass. Sean chuckled at Mimi's rage. She was such sexy brown sugar when she was angry. Me, I'm going to work. You cannot let this upset you. He wrapped his body around hers, squeezing out her frustrations. Yeah, but you know it ain't in me to let this go. He rocked her lovingly. Why don't you spend the day in the city? Go to the spa, shop a little, bring us back some Big Mama's Kitchen and a pizza from Tony's. What you think? She released a long, loud sigh. Yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, I'm not going to let these bitches run us. He accepted their stalemate. Okay, sweetness, I'm leaving. He kissed her forehead. I love you. I love you too. She drove into the city excited about her spa day. For Mimi, About Faces was the best of the best since they had the largest selection of organic products for brown skin and natural hair. She arrived at the spa, gave the valet her keys, and stepped onto the sidewalk. She faced the street's traffic, absorbing the concrete air and admiring the magnificence of the skyscrapers. She stretched her arms upward, giving the city a great big hug, inhaling its urban essence and exhaling her delight. As she turned to go into the salon, an eyeful of Deborah standing in the front of the hotel next door paused her gait. She was typing on her phone, probably texting. Mimi started to go into the salon, and just as the doorman was opening the door for entry, a man walked up behind Deborah, subtly pressing himself against her back. Mimi could not resist. She dashed up to Deborah. Hey, Deb. How are you? Enjoying the city? The face of the Women's League president turned snow white. Her $1,000 tan disappeared into the ethers. Hi, Mimi, she stuttered. Good to see you. Mimi looked at the handsome stranger. Hey, she greeted with fiend excitement. The stranger nodded. Well, enjoy your day, Debs. She winked and skipped back to the spa, tipping the doorman a crisp C-note as he opened the door for her. And you have a great day, Mrs. Longstreet. Oh, I will. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. One week later, Mimi sat at her kitchen counter, finalizing plans and preparations for their older daughter Layla's sixth birthday bash. Just a big-ass open invitation kitty party. She bought pink everything. Even the moon bounces and air slides she ordered were all pink, Layla's favorite color. She hired a lawn care service to come to the house the night before and make sure everything was extra pink and extra lush. She visualized the festivities and checked off tasks on her logistics agenda. She thought of Deb's indiscretion, the big four, and their attack on her. A sinister, satisfied grin crept across her face. She merrily put her notes away and went to meet her girls at the school bus stop. The next day, as people were going about their morning activities, they would slow down in front of the Longstreet residence. Some gazed in awe, others were simply shocked, and many more were disgusted. Later in the day, the caterers set up the food and the grills while Mimi gave instructions for a smooth, flawless flow of the pink event. Shortly after the setup was finished, parents started dropping off the birthday bashers. Mimi and Sean were having just as much fun as the kids, playing games, eating circus-style popcorn and cotton candy, and catching kids careening down the pink water slides. As Mimi was laughing at one of the kids' reactions to a clown's magic trick, the big four descended onto the festivities. Hey, y'all, come join the fun. Mimi waved for them to come over to her, where she stood by one of the grill masters. They reluctantly walked to her, scanning every pink detail. Deborah stood next to her, shoulder to shoulder. You really outdid yourself, Mimi. Pink grass, she said with pursed lips, tapping her chin with her fingers. Of course, nothing's too much for our girls. Mimi flashed a fake smile and then bit into her perfectly grilled hot dog. "Uh Uh-huh, yeah, I see. Deborah was furious, her anger frothing in her belly. She wanted to wage an all-out war. This ghetto hood rat bitch didn't know who she was fucking with. How's your friend? Deb's overpriced tan evaporated again. Fine. Deb's eyes changed to a beet red as her nostrils flared with fire. Good. Well, you know they say the grass isn't greener on the other side. But for us, I guess it's pinker. Have fun with the kitties. Toodles. 
She strode back into the pink sea of kitty fun, leaving Deborah seething and plotting. The big four assembled at Deb's house several days later after Mimi's pink scapade. They sat around the living room discussing neighborhood business, including the upcoming community carnival, the Blueberry Festival, and the Field Games Day. Okay, I think that's everything. Kim, you have it all outlined for us? Kim scanned her tablet, reviewing the meeting notes. It looks good. Good. Anything further for our upcoming events? I think we have it all together. Yes, we do, Melissa, the VP, said excitedly. Becky, the treasurer, nodded in agreement. I think we'll make more money than last year. I think you're right, Bex, Deb said, nursing her lemonade with a straw. Okay, meeting adjourned. The ladies gathered their snack plates and drink cups and headed to the kitchen. On to other stuff, Melissa started. What are we going to do with the pink pantheress? Yeah, she is too smart for her own good. Becky rinsed the cups in the sink and tossed them in the recycled trash can. I think we will just leave it alone for now. Deb put the lemonade pitcher in the fridge. The others froze, shocked by her response. What? Kim said. Leave it alone? Melissa asked rhetorically. Are you feeling well? I feel just fine. You've been to one of those spiritual enlightenment seminars? Kim inquired, completely perplexed. No, I haven't. Would you guys stop acting so weird? We're acting weird? Ha! Melissa shouted. You cannot be serious. Becky watched in silent disbelief. Listen... I feel like we need to leave it alone for now. We will strategize, take our time. Hmm, something is afoot, Melissa insisted. Nothing is afoot. Now stop. We will handle her in time. Yeah, okay, Melissa said flatly. She wasn't buying Deb's new leaf turnover. Several days later, Deb strolled to the main street of their subdivision to pick up her son Ryan and her daughter Megan from the bus stop. Cedartown sponsored summer camp for their children every summer and transportation was included. She saw Layla and Aisha waiting for Mimi. Deb greeted the Long Street girls. Hi, Aisha. Hi, Layla. Megan and Ryan scurried ahead of their mother toward the house. Hi, they replied in unison. You really had a big party last week, huh, Layla? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but you know you weren't supposed to have that pink grass. Huh? Your mommy knows we have a certain way of doing things here. Uh Uh-huh. You should probably move somewhere that has pink grass. Okay, because pink grass breaks the rules here. You see? Okay, you all might like a place where they don't have rules like ours. Okay, Layla said. Deb looked at Aisha. Uh Uh-huh. Aisha's big, bright eyes displayed her four-year-old confusion as she looked at the towering adult. Okay, then, Deb called out to her children. 
I'm coming, guys. As she left the bus stop passing Mimi on her way, Deb stared blankly at her and Mimi snarled in response. Mimi met her girls with hugs and kisses. Big fun at camp today, yes? Yeah, especially the pool, mommy, Aisha said. They started toward their house at a slow pace, taking in the summer beauty of Cedartown Commons, all of nature showing off its verdant greens. Mommy, look what I made for you, Layla said as she gave her mother her summer camp creation, beaming with pride. It was a light pink and dark pink macrame strand. Oh, wow. It's so pretty, Layla. I love it. Tell me what it is. You put your keys on it like a keychain. Oh, goody. I can't wait to put my keys on it. I'm going to make something too, Mommy, Aisha added. Well, you don't have to just because Layla did. My love for you is the same. Got it? Got it. Mimi kissed her forehead. Mommy. Yes, Aisha. Megan's mom said we should move away for pink grass. What do you mean? Layla explained. Yeah, Mommy. She said there are places for pink grass so we can move. What are you all talking about? She said we shouldn't have my pink party and you were breaking the rules. That's what she said, did she? Yeah, Mama. Why are we breaking the rules? We're not being good girls, Aisha asked. We are just fine. Mimi burned with anger, sweating bullets, ready to aim and fire straight for Deb. They arrived at their house. You girls go in and have your snacks. Wash your hands first. I'll meet you inside. Where are you going, Mama? Just across the way to talk to Deb. I won't be long. Okay. Mimi trudged to Deb's house, her feet fueled by the fire of her fury, barely touching the ground. She banged savagely on the door. Come out here right now, Deborah. She peered in the front windows to see if she was hiding. I know you're in there. Bring your ass out here now. Neighbors were beginning to watch, looking up from their late afternoon routines to observe the commotion. Deb finally opened her door, stepping onto her porch cautiously. Is all that really necessary, Michelle? Bitch! Mimi stepped into Deb's face nose to nose, her dark cocoa eyes burning with murderous intention. Deb was petrified, but she didn't show it. She stood firm and listened to Mimi's tirade. If you say anything, and I mean anything at all to anybody in my family again, I'm coming for your ass. Don't you say hi, bye, who, do, nothing to me, to my husband, and definitely not to my daughters ever again. You gonna fuck around and come up missing, fucking with me if you want to, you rock gut slut monkey fish. Mimi stormed away and Deb watched, shaking like a leaf internally. Are you still up? Girl, good night.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 